Basement Booker's Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Basement Booker's Podcast. It's me, Basement Chair. The year is 2023, and people are still telling me wrestling is scripted. Wrestling is scripted. With me is my co-host, Rich Therese. Welcome to the Basement Booker's Podcast, everybody. Still a champ. Great. Now we're going to talk about Backlash, the aftermath of Backlash, and what what it did and how everybody feels. That's the segue to Backlash, huh? What should I do? I don't know. Last Saturday was Backlash, and this Saturday we're going to talk about Backlash. That's right, Jer. And the opening match in Backlash was the Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair. That's right. At the first match of Backlash was uh, EO Sky versus Bianca Belair in a smooth transition from the beginning. Uh, straight up your tailpipe into your mouth. All over your face, neck, and chest. Bianca Belair, EO Sky tore it down, tore it up, did it up, went there together. Rich, what do you think about this match that was good? Uh, first off, I like the match. Good, solid opener. I like that we had storyline progression with the tension within damage control. Sexual still- tension between us and Bailey and the scissors that attacked her pants. At Backlash. Those were pants. Those were good pants. I like those pants. Would like to see more slash less of those pants. Bianca Belair used her one hand and hoisted up EO Sky and dropped her on her stupid face. That's power right there. I I did forget about that. That was almost very bad. Okay. And when I say that, I mean the heel, which was supposed to be apparently, because I don't know. I think uh, the the Puerto Rico wanted EO Sky to win the belt. Um, It looked like there was a shift there. I wonder if they could have just did like Rock Hogan and just like, just for that match, just flip it just to see. That could be Mm -hmm. fun. It probably would have been better if the finish wasn't so predictable. I I watched it live and I said exactly what was going to happen. And not exactly what I said happened, happened. So next we had Seth Rollins beat Omos. What a contest. Mm-hmm. Despite Omos attacking Seth before the bell, which you know, it's par for the course for a heel, particularly to be managed by MVP. Uh, it, it took a super stop. I don't remember All if it was off the second was... rope or the top rope. All he did was go on the top rope or top or second rope. Mm-hmm. This is also something that was readily predicted easily here. Uh, there's no reason for the future winner of the Seth Rollins Please Don't Go Heavyweight Championship to lose to <laughs> Omos in a backlash. Uh, it was just what you would expect. It's not as fun as, say, if he was fighting Brock Lesnar or Braun Strowman, but, you know, you got to put him in there with different guys. That's, yeah, I think basically yeah. they are they're just building Omos's resume. They're having him hot. Uh, they're giving him... Some high-profile matches against high-profile people right now to build him up so he can finally ultimately become the monster they want him to be, which uh, maybe by next Mania. Or this Mania. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Old Boss is going to wrestle Bad Bunny uh, at WrestleMania 40, probably. Or Logan Paul. One of those guys. Oh, maybe Logan Paul. Yeah, maybe Logan Paul and Bad Bunny. Triple threat for the clout. Or... Logan Paul's iCloud account. Yeah, the winner gets that. Whatever that means. It was uh, Austin Terry uh, versus Chalky Boy Bronson Reed and uh, the Almighty Bobby Lashley. This, of course, went exactly as I said it would. Uh, with Austin Theory doing the old take, I'm, I'm out of here, you guys, and then just you know do the yoki doke rope a dope on uh, poor Bobby Lashley there. But it did work. 
when it needed to on Friday night because Bobby Lashley finally learned a thing. He won his qualifier. A lot good it did him because we all knew it was going to be Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles, but only to be Seth Rollins anyway. The most predictable uh, world title tournament ever. I called it before Seth even won his match. It's just academic here. Oh, about this match. It was fine, I guess. You should totally insert the clip or the reel of what you said would happen and then it happening. Yeah, last time I did that, YouTube copyright struck me on my own reel. Nice. So I don't want to... <laughs> That's I had to. Remove you can't it from use the that. It belongs to you. Yeah. It's, what? I don't know. It's so stupid. Oh. It's on the basement bookers pod IG. There you go. Man, I hate you too. This was uh, Rhea Ripley versus the entire island nation of Puerto Rico for us all to be folded up like a pretzel, exactly like I said was going to happen. Uh, we all knew this. It was you know. I, I wasn't expecting uh, for uh, Captain Puerto Rico to come out in the form of uh, Zelina Vega, but I was feeling pretty good about it. I there were there was never a doubt in my mind that it would end. It wouldn't end the way it did. So uh, look, I get it. We're all impressed with the Chancla. Listen, maybe I'm somebody who's traumatized, but I, it's I, I didn't need that. All right, I didn't need that. Okay, it's not it's not some trope. It's not something you just make fun of. It's It doesn't bring back good memories, okay? So I would appreciate if you stopped that shit, okay? I waited till 13 minutes to drop that one because that is fine. Anyway. I thought the chocolate spot was funny. You would do not... that. You would. Right, right. You would. Having being threatened with a chocolate but never actually chased with or... I think I was hit by a chunkla once. They hurt. What they you do as good... an adult is different than being a child, which there is. No, well, I was. <laughs> I was a young adult at the time. I was twenty-five, right? Okay, and then what happened? <laughs> Irregardless. Oh, so you uh, were twenty-five. <laughs> This, uh, it, was a, it was it was a good match for what it was. It had that little bit of comedy slash nostalgia moment. And then we had the match. Zelina Vega had a good showing, but there was never a doubt, as you mentioned, that Rhea Ripley was going to literally fold an entire island in half. This abomination of a tag team match, uh, this was done intentionally to harm the reputation of the Basement Booker's podcast. Okay, specifically because we have a champion that is not a real champion. Okay, uh, I want to state that for the record. Okay, this is all a conspiracy against me. From the highest forms of power, I have it on good authority that the outcome of this match was changed because I was picking up way too much momentum. Way too much momentum. Okay, so Rich Deriz stooged to the office. So he could stay champion. I have never, ever cheated or used my influence to retain this championship. I've always fought hard. I've always gone out there and I make the difficult guesses. I just don't go out there agreeing with everything until it's convenient for me. That's what Rich DeRiz does. Now, that being said, I did lose, but it was the illegitimate champion, Rich Deriz, throwing his weight around. I don't have any proof. I don't have any evidence, and I most certainly don't know who they are. But you have to trust that this was all a part of an elaborate conspiracy theory. You need to shave with Occam's razor, because then you'll know that the simplest solution is the truth. That's all I got to say.
That was a good match, I guess. It was definitely a good match. Uh, I did not throw any sort of weight around. I don't know what you're talking about. All I did was call my buddy Shmuley and All I know is know. that you texted me with fear. So that you made a call. And things were, they did it on the fly. Some people do it. And I, I knew something was suspicious because for a while, the referee was on the earpiece or something. We get, I get it. I get it. I get it. The office wants a controllable champion. They don't want some unstable lunatic representing the Basement Booker's podcast. Whatever the heck that means. But I will be the champion again. And then the inmates run the asylum. Because if you want me to be that, I will be that. The Basement Championship is an important title. And it needs to be held by someone with a certain air of dignity about them rich the riz you are the know. world's oldest hall monitor that's <laughs> what you are and that's what you'll always be <laughs> don't make me get my sash see we all know i mean the, the defense rests the defense rests or the prosecution i don't know what that was <laughs> so the jury people of the jury <laughs> Regarding the match itself, we almost saw Solo hit the spike on Main Event J. You know, I think when the Tribal Chief becomes the World Heavyweight Universal Tag Team Champions at Night of Champions, and then enters himself into the Money in the Bank ladder match, and uh, cashes in on Seth Rollins and becomes the Undisputed Universal Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. <laughs> of all things. Of all things. You know, because it was the Usos. They gave the Tribal Chief an idea. Like, what are you dedicated a tag team to me for? I'm not even a tag team. Mm -hmm. I'm going like, to dedicate this match to the world's the greatest tag team ever. And I was watching it with my wife, and I'm like, yeah, Alpha and Sika. And he's like, Alpha and Sika, the Wasp. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> not their daddy. His daddy. There's only one thing that should happen at Night of Champions, and it might not happen, but it should. Roman Reigns should take his first pinfall loss, and it's going to be in a tag team match, so it doesn't matter, and Sami Zayn should pin him, and that'll close that out. But then it's like, even if he's all raw, I don't think the Tribal Chief would leave that shit alone. So, <laughs> either way... I would love that, but I mean, I unless they're going to give them the belts, Solo's probably going to have to let down the Chief or something, but I just don't see this. They they could always do some sort of skewed ending. They'll have Solo Sokoa carry all four tag titles. Hmm. And then and Roman will just have his. And they'll just have all the gold. And then uh, Roman Reigns is going to challenge Rhea Ripley at Survivor Series. Uh, he'll, no, he'll challenge Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley in a winner-takes-all match. And he just stacks them up and just pins them. Or, like, maybe, like, he's so strong. He could, like, you know how, like, Roman's spot is? Like, he would do, like, the one-arm, like, powerbomb you type mm -hmm. of deal. But, like, he'll get both of them. Like one on each arm and just drop them and then just pin both of them. Just straight up. And then just have all the championships. And then he's got to wrestle against Austin Theory and the Ring General. <laughs> then he'll beat them too. 
He'll beat them too. And then just have all the belts. And then just melt it all down into one giant super championship. The super colossal, undisputed, forever weight champion. <laughs> Roman Reigns! Champion and then he'll rule for a thousand years. He'll, like, they'll have to make a new wrestling Mount Rushmore with Roman Reigns' giant head and then just like the bloodline, just smaller. It's smaller. It's mostly the tribal chief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, but, ha- but Heyman's a little bigger than the Usos, but yeah. just further in the background. Yeah. There was a match in this conversation, but nonetheless, That's uh, right. a lot of uh, all the dramatics. Uh, you know, you don't come here for all that. You come here for what the skitty is. Okay. And the 411 is things ain't looking too good on the island of relevancy right now for uh, the Usos, anyway. Mm-hmm. Or the brothers Uso. They are the problem. Called. Yeah. Yeah, don't forget uh Bad Bunny vs. Priest. Yeah, that was actually before that. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm sorry, do you wanna do you wanna be the captain? Do you do you wanna be the captain? You were complaining about being the captain before. Do you wanna be the captain? You're welcome. I did say this the other day. We were talking the about other it. day? Yeah. Do, do you wanna use Maybe the other last day? week? I don't know you what other day use, it was. You, it was uh, use, it was another day that was not today. You want to use recollection? You want to use recollection with me? when it works? I will use it. You want to recall with me? You over here? You recalling with me? It's like wait, something something in my brain. I. I. I remember. That's my occasional superpower usage, and that's it for the week. Man, what an empty sack here. Anyway, let's do this here. <laughs> this is this was for Mihente. Uh, this is about uh friends making money with friends. This is about the biggest. Uh, 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 match in the history of Puerto Rico. Um, everyone was there from Savio Vega to Carlito, uh, to the ghost of Eddie Guerrero, who's you know from Mexico, but you know, whatever. Um, you know, the LWO was representing it, was uh, the LWO red, white, and blue, um, obviously. Uh, I did see a sea of LWO shirts, but not as much as I thought I would see. Look, there's just something strange about Finn Balor being backed off by old-ass Savio Vega that just, okay, whatever. I mean, it's not like there's two of you and him and then the other guys came, albeit slowly, but uh, here we are. Um, Yeah, it was cool. Uh, It was good. Uh, you know, your regular hardcore match, you know, priest legs get messed up and gives him a weakness for the bunny man uh, to exploit. And, uh, you know, they really put the the uh, proverbial foot on the gas. Um, they, they really pushed up that hill with a bike and came back with the motorcycle. Uh, you know, a, a cool motorcycle with the uh, with 
with the Puerto Rican flag on it. And uh, they wrote it together as a family. Um, two hometown heroes uh, out there together fighting because honor demands satisfaction. It's about family. It's about the family that you 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 make you make, you know all those things. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. Okay. You're you were like stuck on cliches for a minute there. What do you mean? I was I was describing <laughs> the match. All of those things were. The you match. didn't say fun. It was a fun match. Oh, fun! If you want, yeah. like, if you if you get off on a. On on um two friends destroying each other physically, knowing they might not be the same after that. Hmm. I'm the unstable one. Okay. I'm just saying well, it, was, it, was a, it was a fun match. But to your point, they really should. Someone should ask, why would Finn Balor back down from Savio Vega before, like before they do it? When when someone's laying out how this is happening someone should have asked why would finn balor back down from savio vega one-on-one because finn balor knows that he faces not savio vega alone but he faces quang and the legions he commands that's right (laughs) if you're if you if you don't know you don't know but if you know Savio Vegas Quag. <laughs> or he was. I don't know if he still is. I don't know if, how that works. If it's something that you always are, you know? I think Quang is. Are you always under Quang? I think he's just. It's under the rug. It's Savio Vegas. Yeah. I will reiterate what everyone has pretty much said about this match in that uh, number one, Priest carried what he had to, and that was great, you know, being a veteran, the veteran that he is. I'm glad that management is starting to see him as a main event star. And I look forward to what that will turn into. And as far as Bad Bunny, I think it's really, really difficult to argue that he is not the best celebrity wrestler. Logan Paul is up there, but I feel like Bad Bunny is doing a little more. We'll see. I don't agree. Um, I think maybe like physically because he's doing like a hardcore match, but I think it's unfair because if you are you going by this match because this was a hardcore match, there wasn't really any like there's no like real like super psychology here. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's not like Logan Paul wrestled Roman Reigns is a, a Saudi Arabia event. That's true. Like the, I don't think, and, and like a regular match. He's done regular matches. None of this this street fight stuff. All his stuff has been regular matches and have been good. So I think Logan Paul's better than Bad Bunny. You know, mm-hmm. and Bad Bunny had, I don't know who did Roman's match, but Bad Bunny, it was Priest. Him and the Brian Kendrick that put this match together. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the point of that was, but Logan Paul wrestled Roman Reigns. 
Logan Paul wrestled Roman Reigns, the undisputed universal champion, the tribal chief. Mm-hmm. How dare you put respect on his name? You know, he did win, but they was talking about that match. It was real good, dude. I think I think he's better, but I guess we can, you know, we don't always have to agree. I'm probably, I, to be fair, I'm probably a victim of my own memory. So I'll So I'll say this. If you are a casual fan and you like this celebrity involvement, it's a good time for you right now. I, I'd love to see Bad Buddy try to do a better buck buckshot lariat than Hangman. Okay, <laughs> which hmm. is what Logan Paul can do. I think so. I think I think I think Bunny would do a uh, could do a better buckshot than Logan Paul. Pa- largely in part because he's shorter and would be easier for him to land properly. All right. Well, until that happens, Logan Paul does it better, I think. Because he does it. Yeah. So that's my point. Two two men who, uh, two men who don't like each other. And then there's Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar at Backlash. And they're going to take on each other. And this match, it didn't disappoint. If you were looking for Cody Rhodes to beat Brock Lesnar and also for Brock Lesnar to be the one that's cut open, then this was for you. Um, Of course, no one can beat Brock Lesnar clean uh, these days. So Cody had to attack Brock before the bell. And here we are. So Cody wins by turning the Kimura into a pinning predicament and has to run for his life. Although on his way out of the ring, he almost met the steel stairs with his face. So that was that was something. I missed that part, but yeah. Way they did a good job of telling the story that Brock is absolutely dominating and Cody by no means earned that victory. He squeaked by just barely. And then, of course, we had the aftermath of that, which was on Raw, with the vicious attack by Brock Lesnar. We saw the the stitches in his forehead. Saying, look at my face. It was, as you called it, like the most intimidating thing ever. And they're going to run it back at Night of Champions. Brock said fight, though. Brock said he wants to fight Cody Rhodes. But they're still promoting it as a match. So I wonder if it's going to be turned to a street fight or something between now and then. Or a fight pit match. They could certainly do a fight pit match. Because that's like a cage match. Yep. Did you like Backlash, everybody? I'm sure you did. We need to come up with a rating system. Um. All right. So I, th- I think it was a stronger pay per view than most non Big Four that we've had in a while. Uh, based on the star power involved, the storylines going into it, I think it was overall high profile, very well done. All right, so from now on, we're going to say it's a pay-per-view or a premium live event. 
So if it's a pay-per-view, that means it's good. And if you had to pay $50, you wouldn't be upset that you paid $50. And as, as a premium live event, it's like, yeah, it was fine for $10 mm. that I forgot that I had to pay. $9.99. Something like that. Whatever whatever you got to pay for Peacock. So I'm going to give this a PPV um, all day. Um, I think Puerto Rico is the best crowd. Um, for obvious reasons, um, Amazing no bias, crowd. but the best mm-hmm. crowd in the world. Um, let, they're looking to make this into an annual thing, like Backlash Puerto Rico for life. It sounds great, but I don't know. Um, but we shall see. I read that they probably won't make it an annual thing because this was paid for by the Puerto, the Tourism Board of Puerto Rico. And typically, tourism boards don't uh, pay to bring in the same act every year. Well, it won't be as profitable, I guess. But they could still make it profitable with merch and right. building the card like they did here. Um, but I don't know if they're always going to have Bad Bunny. Right. The thing is, the tourism board put up uh one and a half million dollars to wwe for the event that's nothing vince has nine billion dollars he can do this he could do this all day if he wanted i heard that he's gonna be ceo for life and afterlife like he like even like after vince um who will of course outlive all of us um he he will in perpetuity be like, you know, the C, the whatever is in charge uh, forever. He's the perpetual CEO, chief eternal officer. They're going to put his brain on like a computer and he's going to be like, uh, like Arnim Zola and Captain America. He's just going to exist on a computer giving orders for Hydra. I mean, WWE all day. It's like just printing out creative on like a Scantron. It's like, I don't know how to read this. Just put it in the machine. <laughs> Here's Rich Riz for the quick hits of what you might have missed and some things that he thought was pretty cool. Yep, got three quick hits I want to discuss uh, right here, right now. First up, uh, Zoe Stark beat Nikki Cross in her main roster debut. Um, one thing that I noticed about Zoe Stark in this match was she looked like she felt more comfortable than just about any other NXT call-up previously. As if, like, it wasn't a call-up as if she had been there the whole time. So, good on her for all that prep work she had done to get to that point. Number two, Cameron Grimes made his main roster debut in a super quick win over Baron Corbin. And that's how you do it. Corbin talks trash. You hit your finish. You go cash your check. And last but not least, one quick headline right here. Robert Roode, who has been off of TV for quite a while now, he revealed on Instagram that he had C4 and C5 neck fusion surgery yesterday, so on Friday, uh, complementing the C5, C6 fusion he uh, surgery he underwent in November. Get well, get well soon. Robert Rude. All right, great. Now, uh, now take your shirt off. And then... Why? <laughs> uh, 
for the people. <laughs> they want that? No, they don't want that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, I guess. I just wanted to see what it was like to be a disembodied voice talking to somebody, <laughs> like a producer. All right, I can great. Go, I go like this if it makes you feel better. I'm being told. Hold, hold on a moment. Any instructions from my producer? Oh, we're not doing that. <laughs> that. They don't expect Jerry to ever hold the basement championship again. Well, it just so happens that I don't care about the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Screw the rules. Play the game. Exactly. I'm like Triple H without anything else. All right. So <laughs> um, that was great. So thank you, everybody, for coming here. Visiting us here at the Basement Bookers Podcast. Check it out. The aftermath of what was a backlash to add all backlashes recently this year. So uh, looking forward to a lot of things. Looking forward to Asuka being bad, question mark. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's okay to overreact when you get sprayed in the eyes. I think uh, Oscar put like Tabasco sauce in it or something. Make it extra spicy. It's bad for your eyes. You get spice in your eyes. You're going to have to. Habanero from Puerto Rico. Habanero sauce specifically from the fans of the EL Sky from Puerto Rico. Um, I mean, I can't think of anything uh, more exciting than. Uh, boy, Bailey, you know, she's. She's a failure, isn't she? She's just losing. She's just taking L's. Just doing all the favors for her friends. Um, is she going to renew her contract? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she will. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, who's looking to make an impact? Um, not Bailey. So. Um, that would be Trinity. Well, everybody, thank you for coming here to the Basement Bookers podcast, checking out what we thought about Backlash. And now that we're done talking about what we thought, we want to know what you thought about it. What do you think the best match was? Uh, How did you feel about uh, Backlash in, in general, the crowd, uh, Bad Bunny beating Priest, uh, Seth Rollins uh, becoming the uh, first ever winner of the Seth Rollins Please Don't Go Championship? What do you think about that? in the most predictable tournament in the history of tournaments. Um, what about you, Rich? Do you have questions? I have plenty of questions, none of which that would actually pertain to this podcast, though. Okay, great. Uh, well, feel free to check out the link tree that's linked below. It's got all the basement bookers, pod socials. You want to go to Instagram, you, Instagram, you know, basement bookers, pod and Instagram. Buttercup, you go over there, you check out all the reels. Just get in there. Get it all in there. Get all the reels, you know? And keep it real. Like the Basement Bookers podcast. And if you don't know, now you know. Like Jer said, do the link tree. Comment below. Let us know. Jer's got a party message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the Booker.